Nadarm Perik, hey, Mishnah Vav 5, 6, the last of the Perik, and really returning to a topic we had back in the fourth Perik, Mishnah Chet of Perik Dalet 4, 8. Um, and there we were talking about a scenario in which Shimon was restricted from getting benefit from Reuven, but now he was in trouble and Reuven wanted to give him food. But he couldn't give it to him directly. And therefore we said that Reuven could give the food to Shimon indirectly by giving it as a gift to Levi, a third party. And then Levi can give his food, which is now his, not Reuven's, to Shimon. And over there I spoke out how this can't really be a, um, this has to be a, a bona fide gift, and this, that point is made here in this Mishnah. So the Mishnah here starts out by repeating the halacha. It says, If Shimon can't get benefit from Reuven because of a nether, and Shimon has nothing to eat. So what can Reuven do? Reuven can give some food to a third party, like Levi, um, as a gift, and then Vahala, Shimon, the guy who's under restriction, Mutarba, he could get benefit and eat the food that was given to Levi, because it's Levi food and not Reuven's food. Now, the next line of the Mishnah is going to really tell a story, and the story is called the Masal. The story is really contradicting, to, excuse me, contradicting what we just said. It's going to say, you can't just use this um, as a charade and make it work. So the point of our mission really is we're going to show that it has to be uh, a true gift, but if it's clear that the gift was only not a gift, it was just a, a charade, a ruse to now allow Reuven to funnel something to Shimon, who's restricted because of the netter, it doesn't work. So here's a story to illustrate that. Masa once happened, Be'echad Be'vez Choron, to a fellow who lived in a place called Be'ez Choron, Shahaya Aviv Mudr Hemenu Hana. And the father, we'll call the father Reuven here, excuse me, the father Shimon here, was restricted from getting benefit from his son Reuven. But now, Vahaya Masi Es Beno, Reuven, the son, is now marrying off his child, and he wants that his father, Shimon, should come to the wedding of Shimon's grandson. But he couldn't because there's a nether in place that restricts that. So what does he try to do? He says, Reuven gets his friend Levi, and he says, Chatzer, you know, the courtyard, the hall where we're making the wedding. That's my backyard, let's say. Usauda, and all the food of the wedding, all the banquet. Nesunim lacha b'matana. I, Reuven, am giving it to you, Levi, as a gift. And in fact, just the mission makes the point here that uh, Reuven explicitly says, I'm doing this for the purpose of allowing my father to come to the wedding of his grandson. So now, Levi responds back to Reuven in the story, Amar lo, im shalihem, if it's true that it's really mine, the the, the wedding hall, the chatzer, and the, uh, the banquet, all the food, hareihem mukdashem, I give them, I consecrate them all to the base of Mikdash, to Hashem. Amar lo. So now Reuven says, what are you doing? Lo nasati es shalit takdishem l'shamayim. I didn't give these to you so you should make them hektish. I need to make a wedding. Everyone's going to eat this food to the wedding. Amar lo. So Levi says back to him, Lo nasata li es shalacha ela shetehe ata va'avicha ochlem v'shosem mitzratzem zeem zeh. He says, the only reason... Levi says to Reuven, the only reason that you gave this stuff to me is because you want um, your father to come and you guys to eat and drink together and, and work things out. And then, avon tali And then, not translating literally, and then the whole crime of your father breaking the nether that's put in place here um, will be on my head. 
be my fault because he thinks that it's permissible because he thinks that's coming from me, lady, but it's not. It's all coming from you because you never gave it to me. It was all just a big ruse. Now the words v'yehei avantali barosho um, is called lashon nistar. It's a, a kind of literary device that's used in the language of the time of Chazal, where people want to talk about something bad happening. They didn't say it happens to them. They said it happens to him, a third party. But it means to them. So here it means v'yehei avon talui barosho means and the crime, the sin of uh, facilitating the father Shimon from breaking the the, the net there will will be kilu baroshi really will be on my head will be my fault tali baroshi but he says barosho on his head to protect himself so that the story that happened in Beis Haron davar chachamim the chacham got the shalom now what do we do is it permitted is this gift going to work the gift to Levi and so on amru the rabbis paskant kolmatana she'ena any so-called matana, any so-called gift, she'im hikdisha ena mukadeshes, that if the recipient of the so-called gift would say he's makdash, he gives it to the base of mikdash, um, it's ena mukadeshes, it wouldn't work. So you see, therefore, that it wasn't really given. If that's the case, ena matana doesn't have the status of being matana in the first place. So in this scenario here, since Levi's not really entitled or authorized to give the food from the wedding feast to the base of Mikdash, so therefore he really wasn't giving, giving it as a gift, and therefore uh, Shimon the father has no right um, to get benefit from it, it would be Asr, because uh, enable to enable giving from Reuven to Shimon via third party, it has to be really given as a true gift from Reuven to that third party.